What's up, everybody? My name is CJ Landon, and I feel sad to be on the ecosystem. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Ecosystem Podcast. You got your co-hosts here, Miko and Kiko. Miko, how are you feeling this week, man? Uh, a lot better than uh, what happened last week. So we're back on it, guys. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> and CJ, why do you feel so sad to be on the ecosystem? What's going on? Do we need to talk? I mean, we will be talking, but we'll be talking. I'm just a simp, you know? Oh, okay. Good. Oh, okay. yeah. I think we're getting we're going to get more into that later into the episode. But um, um, yeah, obviously, CJ Landon is our guest this week. Uh, I mean, what can we say about this guy? He's a great dancer, amazing photographer. Um, he's a hilarious guy. His sense of humor may strike you by surprise. But uh, for somebody or for people like me and Miko, it's the best. We love it. Um, quick, witty. Like, quick and witty that's yeah. that's all our guests all of our freaking our friends are like that so uh welcome to the ecosystem cj i'm glad i'm no i'm sad i'm sad <laughs> i'm also glad to be here got him got him um yeah how, how are you man how's your week been um what you've been up to uh this week's been chilling um i have no shoots nothing to edit so i've just been uh been trying to run mm. and uh that's it. No, that's it. I'm I'm chilling. Yeah, man. Um, same here. Actually, trying to. Well, no, I'm not running, but I am trying to get back in shape. Um, quarantine, man. Quarantine messed me up. Mm. Uh, I think it messed all of us up in different ways. But anyways, um, you talk about no shoots and no edits, uh, and that's in reference to your photography. So maybe we can talk a little bit about that. And I think the simple question is, what started your interest in photography and uh, where do you plan to go with it? Where are you now? Yeah, um, I moved back here from Texas mm. in 2016, and I was just bored. Back in Texas, I would do a lot of sport things like paintball, fight, just work out. But Wait, fight? Really wanted to, yeah, I used to fight in Texas. Um, wasn't very good, but I also was not too bad. Wait, fight as in like what? Like you was walking down the street for a while. Oh, oh I thought you meant society. like you know, like you're in high school bathroom just throwing hands and no, you know, I was nah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would fight off of a military base and I would just fight soldiers for the heck of it for fun. Um, really chill. Sport. Dang. <laughs> yeah. So anybody listening, do not fight. CJ. No, it's okay. I'm actually not. I'm okay. I'm okay. I but you have the experience. <laughs> That's enough for me to stay away. <laughs> He can throw but hands, that, and then he can do a dance battle too. Yeah, either or. and then he'll take take your pictures after too. <laughs> like those dramatic pictures of like people who just got beaten up. <laughs> that, and then the caption was, "That was all me." <laughs> okay, but so you were just bored, and you picked up photography. Yeah, what I was, was like, the first camera you picked up. How did that? My iPhone, my iPhone five oh. S, bro, twenty sixteen. That was weird. With the S. Mm-hmm. That's um iphone 5 was probably one of the best it iPhones. was the best it was like the best. it was the first square one mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. good build yeah. sturdiness oh, yeah. it was the first yeah. longer one too i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. apple sponsor us please oh <laughs> or give I'm, us your stocks i'm down okay so you started with the iphone and then <laughs> uh yeah um 
it was kind of after I joined V3, which is a dancing I'm on right mm -hmm. now. And then I quit right after World of Dance. And I just bought a camera and a lens. And it, I just dropped 900 bucks impulsively, Sheesh. walked out Sheesh. with a new camera and lens. And I just started taking pictures. Um, this is 2016? This is 2017, actually. Okay. Yeah, this is like the beginning of 2017 at this point. Oh, wow. And I just started taking pictures for fun. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just been kind of learning. So, uh, Always wow. learning. Always learning. Do you guys ever think it's too late? Is it ever too late to start taking pictures or not? Nah? No. Um, but just stay humble, do a lot of free things, and just have fun with it. So where are you now in terms of like, in your perspective, where are you now in your photography career? I feel like I'm just starting off, man. Mm -hmm. um, booking shoots here and there. Not too many, but enough to uh build a portfolio um get experience good. yeah so i'm actually really happy about that trying to make it into a either a primary thing for income or a secondary thing but just really having fun with it where um where did you learn like all the things that you know about photography now because whenever we shoot together you're very knowledgeable about you know exposing for skin tones and you know all the all of the nerdy lingo that we could get into but to save time we won't but you're very knowledgeable in all of it uh where did you learn most of the things that you know honestly youtube but i'm also riding on the on the shoulders of giants from like my team v3 shout out uh, to andy chung okay uh, eddie moon josh chan they know what they're doing so i'm just riding on their shoulders bro oh that's nice so you have yeah. like a mentorship kind of with them you just take grabbing bits and pieces from yeah kind of not really mentorship because pretty uh it's pretty peer-based but mm -hmm. it's really fun just yeah. like learning from them here and here and there working with them so yeah that's good um where do you hope to take photography in the future what is your do you have like a specific kind of photography that you want to get into or yeah right now i want to do weddings and couple slash engagements um Eco, we got to book really... a shoot. <laughs> For you and me? For me, yeah. You got to do an ecosystem. Uh... Ecosystem engagement. <laughs> but specifically for like elopement or destination slash adventure. So mm. I want to do like national parks, do stuff with oh, that. Okay. So... Um, yeah, a lot of hiking and stuff. Yeah, ecosystem takes Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yes. But I'm just trying to dive into like other things like fashion. Uh, film photography just playing around with it just having fun exploring while i'm still young and yeah really just that perfect wow that's crazy so you mentioned v3 and the whole dancing that you got into i guess same question honestly i didn't know that you got into photography so recently i thought it had been yeah, a thing same. for a while yeah um which is a compliment which that means wow. that your, oh. your your work looks like it's been um Aww. what do you call it it's seasoned it's mm -hmm. got it, yeah. it you know what you're doing from what it's from what it looks like yeah doing it for work you would think you started in like you know like 2012 2013 <laughs> but 2017 2016 yeah that is pretty recent bro mm -hmm. wow thank you guys um so yeah but yeah you you brought up the whole v3 and dance company thing uh where did your you know life in dance start um so i grew up with singers i'm not a very good singer so i'm texas 
Yeah, yeah I was going to say that. <laughs> so in, uh, <laughs> in Texas, I wanted to do something different, and I joined the dance ministry. Um, in Texas? In Texas. Okay. And then that was fun. We would perform at churches. Uh, yeah, do dance ministry, perform at our church for events. And then when I moved here, I... Oh, going back, I uh, I heard of V3 back in 2014 when I graduated high school. And then I saw their videos and I was like, whoa, a Christian dance team who's actually good. I'm not saying that there's a lot of Christian dance teams that will stop, <laughs> but like yes, these, people, these people have a lot of experience in terms of um, how to dance and, and how to make really cool sets in terms of formation and blocking. And I I was just... I was also just really uh, impulsive with it. I saw that they were auditioning. I saw that the studio was like five minutes from my house. So I went out of faith and I I joined. I auditioned on the spot. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> um where do you where do you muster up the courage to <laughs> just audition for a dance team on the spot? I like <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna ask that so too. Hard. I was like, there's no way I would be like, all right, let's give it a shot, you know. Dang. Uh, <clears throat> my friend gave me one of the biggest compliments I've ever received. Um, I do things fearfully, but all, also fearlessly. Like, I'm scared to do things, but I'll dive into it regardless. I just say, one, two, three, let's go. Mm. And I'll jump. Wow. And so I'm, I'm here. That's good. Um... And how was it after you joined? I mean, you touched on how they influenced your photography and things like that. But like, how did your life change after you took that leap of faith? Honestly, oh, I met. <laughs> basically, I called them my family because mm. they've been there for a lot of hard things, a lot of crazy events in my life. Yeah. Um, also, they're just really fun and weird. Like, I'm surprised that there's weird people too. <laughs> I mean, church is really really weird too but yeah yeah like these people are you'll know you'll know us in, like in a crowd we're just the weird loud group who's always mm. dancing mm. or just doing weird things with our body <laughs> yeah it's us it's we're loud and i don't know like um i'm really grateful for the brothers i've made um they helped a lot with uh like holding each other accountable um just being there for each other so I'm really happy. They're my family. I met Nanetti through there. <laughs> That's crazy. So I Here guess. There we go. Let's Kind of, kind of. Yeah, V3 is kind of like the backbone of my life here in California. Wow. Wait, you you auditioned in 2017? 2017. Yeah. But then wait, you took. Not long ago. You took a break though? Didn't you say you took a break and then. I took a break. And then you went back? I took a break from spring 2017, mid season. And I joined back up um, like February 2018. Oh. And I've been there ever since. Okay. Um, so you're a Christian dance company. What does that mean? What do you guys do? How are you specifically and especially a Christian dance company? What does that entail? So I feel like we're just figuring things out. But... I feel like we've also figured out a lot of things that we want to be doing. Um, primarily, showing that art 
can be used as an expression to glorify God and mm. to basically just show just show that dance can be used as a different language because there are so many words no let me scratch that i cannot yes. adequately describe the beauty and the 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 presence of god through words but with dance there's just a different level of translation expression there's visual and audio mm. and there's actual physical movement mm. and so it's something totally different for everyone else but for me specifically dance has helped me express how i feel about god um to others and to a crowd so i'm really grateful for that um when people see that we're on the stage we're performing people are like wow there's people dancing for god that's not really a, a common thing anymore yeah. or mm -hmm. to begin with yeah, at all yeah and so to see that other than singing and everything or music it, it's very different and it kind of shocks the audience the world and so yeah it's just a different way of of i guess ministering to people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what does v3 stand for actually I don't victory know. vision voice mm. yeah do you guys have like a mission statement i forgot it <laughs> <laughs> represent okay. right there it's all good it's all good <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> um okay so something in common between you and miko is that you guys are both extreme extroverts and uh, you feed heavily off the energy of other people. CJ, you got a lot of energy within yourself, but I know that it comes from others. So being that you're both extreme extroverts, does that play into uh, you performing on a stage and feeding off the energy of the crowd? How does that work for you? First of all, I'm a social vampire. So being around me can either be very good for you or very bad for you. Mm. Um, I I love performing on stage because everyone is just cheering you on. Even if they're not cheering you on, it's, they're just there. You know they're there. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, all right, well, let's do it. Like I, I love being in, with people, not really in front of people, but just with people. Mm. Um, so seeing a bigger crowd, it does make me nervous till this day. Yeah. Um, but dang like it it feels good to know that there's people there like yeah. when you're performing on a stage and there's a lot of people you're like oh this do your i'm do here your, do your nerves disappear when you're on stage um i don't show it i never show it i always i'm always nervous oh um, really yeah i'm always nervous regardless of how many times i've been doing it I, I haven't really been doing it for a while though but still like it's it's i'm always nervous but I never show it. I never lose face. Wow, that's crazy. Because like all the times I've ever had like some sort of performance, I'm always like super scared and super nervous when I am like, oh my gosh, there's so many people out there. They're yeah. going to see me do this. But then when I get out there and then like there's like that hype, it kind of just disappears through the performance. Everything and it, fades away. It's just like, oh, yeah. it, and then it turns into like practice. But then yes. like I get out and I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? Like, did that really <laughs> just happen? But wow, that's crazy. Like I would think that like your complete like total extrovert part of you would like get rid of the whole nerves too. I'm always nervous. <laughs> Does it also disappear for you? Is it like on the first beat of the first movement of the first like song and it's just gone? 
Or no, like, it's it's throughout the entire really? performance. I'm You're always conscious nervous. of it. I'm conscious time? of it, but I had to just block it out of my head. Mm. There are a lot of times where I've messed up on stage. Okay. Yeah, I. It's an. It's on YouTube. It's it's crazy. It's funny. <laughs> um, but it's so subtle. But I try to catch myself right away. So I'm always thinking of the next move. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's there. Oh yeah, because that's yeah. that's hard in dance. Because if you mess up, you're gonna have to like figure out like when to come in for that next part, that next yeah, move that you have that's to do. True. So I guess that's, that's harder compared to like I guess like I mean singing. It's kind of like you know you can kind of just come in on the word, but dance you kind of mm-hmm. have to like compose yourself. Like, do I have to go faster here to catch up or all that stuff? So yeah, that's hard, <laughs> dude. That's hard. Yeah, I, in drumline, like when I I would be like very nervous, but then as soon as we would start, it kind of was just like okay, do the movements and then and then and then it's the end of it. And you're like, wait, what? Okay. Yeah. And you just forget all of the performances and everything like that. But that's interesting. That's good. Um, so yeah, there, I, I remember though one time, it wasn't drumline. I was in, for those who don't know and might be shocked by this, I was in IB theater my junior year. Um, and there was a, there was like an assignment where you have to write your own play and then perform it. So it was like a group of, like five or six of us, we wrote the whole thing and we performed the whole thing. And then we started like presenting it to different classes during different periods of the day. Oh, what? And then like even after school for the parents and stuff like that. And I remember like there was a part in the story, there was like the climax moment of the story, like the mic drop moment of the story. And the crowd, like they just went, Oh, <laughs> and that just fed me, bro. Like I was like, "Yo, that was the one moment that I was an extra, like an extreme extrovert." They just freaking fed me energy like no other. I was like, "Oh, it worked. It was good." <laughs> yeah, because like, it was like original content. Yeah, it's like you know in those like movies where or like shows where you see someone performing and then after it's just like a close up on their face and they're breathing and they're all smiling. Dude, yeah. that's how it feels for me. Like when it comes to performances. Like I black out during the performance and then like yeah. there's that climax moment or like the ending, like that big ending and you're just there and then you just go <sighs> like you're heavy breathing, <laughs> smiling and it's just like, you're like, oh man, that was what just happened. Oh, dang, you know, that's insane. Does anybody have a video recording of your freaking Christmas rap performance? Um, I think, I think, the, I think the church actually has like a, like oh, a copy okay. of that. So I'm gonna hit up Ulti for that. <laughs> Yeah, I think we brought it up like at least two or three times on the podcast, but I've never actually like put in effort into finding it or like watching it again. Dude, yeah. that was probably the like, I think everyone knows how nervous I was for that because I kind of like yeah. just took it up like randomly like, oh, yeah, I could I could help out for the Christmas play. And yeah. then they're like, here, we're going to need you to rap. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so and then like I couldn't memorize the lines like the night before I was like, I don't know half of this. And then, like, you know, I walked up on stage and then, like, the whole youth section is like, let's go, like, we go, like, everyone started cheering. And then, and then I just woke up and I was like, what just happened? Like, you know, (laughs) so, yeah, it was fun. So we're all performers. Yeah, Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. (laughs) To this day, the thing that makes me the most nervous is playing drums for worship team. Like, I honestly, like. Almost, oh, some, I sometimes I almost hate it. Like it gets me so nervous. Oh man! Wow, but, I, didn't, um, I didn't know that. Sorry. I didn't know you get nervous, and then I didn't know you were in theater. <laughs> yeah, I was one year, one year of theater, 
Dang. Actually, my like I, as a kid, I was always interested in like the entertainment industry, but it kind of faded away. And then my junior and senior year, um, when I took IB English and IB Theater, it like rekindled the spark in my mind of like, oh, kind of like CJ, what CJ was saying earlier, like another form of art or like expressing mm-hmm. your feelings through art. I was like, oh, if these people can do it through books and plays, I could probably do it. I mean, movies are basically the same thing. So not not really, but you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. But I wanted to ask uh, CJ, where do, are you ever nervous? Is there any translation of nervousness in terms of photography for you? Do you get some kind of nervousness when it comes to photography? Maybe, I don't know. What What is nervousness in the world of photography? Oh, no. I, my last shoot, um, I was in Laguna for an mm. engagement. Mm. And every shot I took was just kind of, I was, I don't know. Like I'm confident in my skills mm. up until the point where I'm actually shooting. Mm. I, I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh is this good why is it grainy oh my oh my gosh you know it's it's too dark it's too bright but i remember that i could just fix it in (laughs) post-production but till this day like i'm i'm so nervous yeah every time someone um says hey you want to shoot this wedding it's very small and i'm like yeah i'm so down please i want to build my portfolio and when i'm there i'm just like what am I doing? Like, <laughs> I shouldn't be here. Yeah, <laughs> I should yeah. be like second or third, like not first. Mm, that's, yeah, that's that's kind of a hard jump to make or like a difficult transition where like you're just the assistant and then eventually you gotta, your goal is to become the main guy. Yeah. But once you're finally there, it's like, wait, I'm the main guy. <laughs> yeah. I can't ask for help. Like I am the help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think in, similarly in like film and photography it's more of like a doubting yourself or second guessing your abilities that's the form of nervousness it's like i'm nervous because i don't know if i am skilled enough or if i'm good enough like quality based quality yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because it's like a product and things like that um interesting we're learning a lot about each other Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the ecosystem, you know? It's what we do. (laughs) I like it. We stay doing that. Uh, Moving on with, you know, photography and things like that. Uh, We have a question from one of our listeners. It's Rachel Capina. And she asks you, what is, quote, good lighting in photography? Good lighting in photography? Um, Honestly, it's what you want. Mm. I prefer moody. So I like one-way lightings. Mm. So that's usually like just a negative behind the subject or the side that you don't want lit. So it's very moody and dramatic. Mm. I like subtlety. I feel like good is a very subjective term. So True. for me, for personally, artistically speaking, I like very subtle, impactful lighting. So I play with shadows. Mm. But for weddings or for engagements, um, very even and soft lighting. Yes. Um, some couples like moody, so very dramatic, like how I explained earlier, mm. or bright and airy, which is the typical. Yeah. Um, so lighting is pretty subjective. Um, even in harsh, harsh lighting, it can be really hard. But if you use it really, really well with a diffuser or actually mm. just shooting in harsh to get the feel that you want, mm-hmm. good lighting is getting the lighting you want. Yeah. And 
I mean, I, I believe it's the same across photography and film, but you know, the subject is what matters the most. Definitely. Like everything else is secondary. Whatever you do, make sure that your subject is seen and is in focus. Cause one of the things in film is like, you know, those over the shoulder shots mm -hmm. that, you know, the back and forth that everybody does. A lot of times people throw the, the, the back of the person's shoulder or the back of the person's head in the frame just because they know that it's supposed to be there but it ends up taking like 50 percent of the screen <laughs> and then the person talking is just like a little tiny head in the background so i think in uh photography and lighting so yeah it's similar in photography and in film where like the subject is what matters and you you adjust that to the style that you're looking for you know i'm not gonna lie for the whole first half of this like segment about lighting I was just nodding my head and I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about, what <laughs> harsh good. is, what like, like soft, bright and all that stuff. I was like, I'm like, mm, that's good. I think, I think for the general population for like, you know, your Instagram photos or like your stories or feed, things like that. I think most people want even and, you know, diffused light. So that's why mm -hmm. golden hour is so so golden is because the sun is gone but there's still light yeah yeah so i think that's oh, okay. what most people want how's the lighting for me <laughs> it's pretty even i think in stream setup yeah i mean it's this whole thing right like still mm -hmm. the same thing yeah. focusing on the subject make yeah. sure you are seen okay yeah that works because usually i like to make the light on me and then kind of like drowns out whatever's in the background it's a mm -hmm. little darker back there so yeah that works yeah. that works it's good for you Transitioning from photography back to dance, did you answer what what got in what got you into dancing? Wait, was it the whole like I just want to do something different? I just didn't want to sing. Okay, like, I did not want to sing. I yeah. grew up with singers, and they're all really good. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, um, what about me? <laughs> I don't like. I don't want to sing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to sing anymore. Yeah, I don't want to sing after that. So I just. And do you have like a? climax moment where you saw some kind of dance video and you're like i want to do that i mean i i feel like everyone like everyone knows brian post boss mm. like that whole that whole old community yeah um abdc basically for mm -hmm. a lot of people yeah. around this generation so it was really cool um didn't have people until i moved to texas who were close to me who knew how to dance so yeah i just on a whim i was like I'll learn. And then it became something to what it is now. And is Brian Puspus your favorite dancer or? Uh, he's not my favorite, but he's something, he's, he's really good. He's really good. Who's, who is him. your favorite dancer? Uh, why is it me? Why is it you? <laughs> Dude, hey. Kiko's body rolls, bro. Oh, that's about <laughs> it. That's all I got. This is fluid. Do that and then I'm out. <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got that like chest pump thing too down. That's basically half a body roll <laughs> just the top <laughs> favorite dancer right now it's someone on my team i don't know if it's biased or not no but oh geez i right now i don't know why but i know why he's really good in my opinion and so are a lot of people <laughs> on the team it's me right you now know. <laughs> someone on my team uh you know he's really good I live with him and like, you know, I, I see him every time I look in the mirror, but no biggie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a huge fan of my friend Andy Chung right now. I, oh gosh, like he's so, he's, he's cool. He's clean, bro. 
but is he the guy who does the videos? And stuff? Yeah, he does videos. Um, Check play, them out. Play Overwatch with him. Uh, do a lot of things with him. He's pretty dope. He's okay, actually. Scratch that. <laughs> oh, that's right. another thing. You're you're a gamer. <laughs> that's uh we've been spending a lot of time with you online mm-hmm. playing valorant and um some of us have played overwatch with you sadly i haven't been able to i'll get um you will but uh what do you think about the whole gaming thing um is it a waste of time is it good to like help you relax like what's your perspective choose on your words wisely bro look <laughs> bro if gaming can make you money and you want to do it i say do it like, if it's going to make you money and it's going to be something you love, mm-hmm. do it, bro. Ninja, do it. Like, bro. everyone knows who he is because yeah. he makes, like, I don't know how much a month, bro. Like, thousands, dude, maybe. Yeah. His, the Mixer deal that he had. Insane. Dude. And then Mixer went down, so he got all that money instantly after Without they went down. Having to do anything. So, he got $30 million for being on Mixer for a couple months and he got a guaranteed Jeez. 30 million because it shut down. So 30 million. Oh my God. And they're all like, you play video games for a living. You're a loser. Whatever, bro. Like <laughs> that's so much money. <laughs> I think the whole like, um, what do you call it? Stereotype or like, what what is it called? Like the whole notion of like losers and gamers and nerds. nerds I, and I think that's disappearing. Like yeah, that's definitely people are now. seeing that like, Esports and gaming is not a joke. Like people can make um, a livelihood off of it. Dude, do you agree? Is. Okay, so Joe Rogan came out with the statement that you know video games is a waste of time. He doesn't think that people should be doing uh, the streaming stuff. Like, where do you stand on that topic? Mm. I feel like, and we'll ask Miko too. Because- <laughs> mm. I feel like um, when quarantine happened. Yes. So years before, like way before quarantine, people were like, oh, um, you should see people in person because video games are not real. You know, you don't really have cool connections. Mm. But then you see all these stories on like Instagram or like Facebook or even like TikTok, like social media, basically, where like, oh, they're Xbox friends for a long time or PS4 mm. friends, mm-hmm. PS PlayStation friends for a long time. And they just met and they're like, like each other's best man or groomsman. So like. Relationships yeah. can be formed online, yeah. Um, especially friendships too. Mm. But when quarantine happened, there was an article that came out like everyone should play video games because it has a cool connection with the people that you used to have. Like you, you have a cool connection with people that you used to see. You used to see, yeah. And so, like, I feel like quarantine just changed the way we view video games. Yeah, yeah. But streaming, like, for Miko, he's a total extrovert. Streaming helped him a lot to Dude, talk to people. Yeah, I was to like, survive. This is, <laughs> to survive. Like, yeah. And I would lurk sometimes, be like, all right, this is dope. You know, you're, you're just in the background. Out. Yeah, yeah, hanging out. Uh, Miko, where do you stand on the whole thing? You, I'm sure you heard what Joe Rogan yeah, said. Yeah, I mean, it's not for everyone. I mean, at the same time, like, I can't listen to three hour podcast episodes. You know what I mean? Mm. True. Oh, shots he, fired. He does that. So, that's right, Joe Rogan. You, you get million dollar deals. We got no. We got no money for this podcast. Got, but what, what you want from me? <laughs> we got a dollar and fifty cents. Fight him, bro. Fight him. One ninety two, man. We're at one ninety two now. We moved up. Oh, yeah, man. maybe right. for those of you who are listening to the older podcast, appreciate you. That's what. That's one ninety two million, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, million right. of wish. a dollar. No, but yeah, it's <laughs> millions of dollars. It's it's not for everyone and what cj was saying like 
it helps you develop relationships with like you know that's how i actually got close with like a lot of people from church outside of like the west covina group because like i know like before i like you know i went to charisma 2015 started going to 2015 I didn't start talking to like Wesco people until like what 2017? Is that when we started Bible studies? 2017, 2018? Sure. And then yeah, that crazy. whole thing happened and I basically just hung out with Wesco and then I started playing video games with like people from Chino and Rancho. And we started playing a lot. So then we started hanging out in real life and then now everyone's friends because a lot of us actually play video games together. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Like the Discord community that we have. Mm-hmm. With like the gamers, the people who play video games every night. <laughs> I know it sounds bad, but like we really developed the community and people that you never saw talking to each other before are talking to each other and playing video games with each other and just developing a maybe not a relationship, but at least they're having a conversation that can open that up. Dude, like Mikey, bro. Like I never yeah. thought I would yeah. be homies, like good homies with Mikey. I always like was so intimidated by him every time I saw him and then we just started playing Call of Duty at the beginning of quarantine and now we're all like like yo yeah. you getting on tonight yes sir like you know <laughs> yeah I mean I think uh, like everything in life you know in moderation and like I don't want to say that but like you know with the limit and just understanding your boundaries and especially for kids like you know when whenever we have kids and become parents you know it's it's on <laughs> us to you know parent them and make sure that you know things don't get out of hand they still have real life social interactions and that they don't get addicted to video games i feel like that i feel like that's always been a thing and it should still be a thing up to now so um yeah i don't know about you you, man but i'm uh i'm gonna train my kids to be the fortnite world cup championship you know (laughs) four years old is he four year old fortnite champion but no, I can just see good. Miko getting pissed at his child. He's like, why are you not as good at me? Why are you not as good as me? Be better. You're dog water. Get out of here. How did you not, how did you not get my hand-eye coordination? Dude, how did you not see him? He's right in front of you. <laughs> you got to have cat, cat-like reflexes like me. <laughs> Let me show you. Yathan doesn't, can't, can't, I doesn't know how to I navigate. <laughs> okay, Captain Whip. <laughs> that's another thing too like i wonder where video games are gonna go like in the future because like, i think i think vr bro i think it's yeah gonna, it's VR already getting there up. yeah it's gonna be like cool. um ready player one if you guys have seen that movie yeah it's all man that's the dream if it ever goes that way bro man that'd be insane i remember a scene from one of the x-men movies where like they were training and it oh, was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they had a whole, it was basically like a green screen and everything was coming at them as if it was real. I had a training. It was like an intense yeah. fight. And then you're like, oh, shoot, what is this? And then like, they're like, all right, guys, practice is over. And you're like, oh, what yeah. the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, if video games came to that. But I mean, that's kind of what airsofting is. And that's another thing that we used to do with CJ before quarantine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember airsoft? Yeah, I have my gun still. <laughs> oh, like yeah. CJ, can you tell the story of the one time we went <laughs> outdoor airsofting? And uh, we had a great oh. time. We had a great time. But um, I'm going to let you uh, go ahead and take over for this one. Yeah, I'll say it real quick. I'll say it real quick. Um, it was, I think it was the only time I went outdoor airsofting with these guys mm-hmm. and there was a good group of us my cousin uh was with us and he's really cool he's really good at airsoft 
Um, at the time, I had just taken off the case on my phone because it broke. So my phone was pretty vulnerable and naked. And it was an iPhone. It was the same iPhone 5, bro. I saw Ooh, the, the one that started the yeah. photography. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this makes it hurt even more. <laughs> and so um, it was towards the end of the day. And we're having so much fun, man. Like, I, I had so much fun. We ran a lot, got some sun, you know, got mm-hmm. a lot of exercise, got some, got some frags, you know, um, bullied some kids, you know, the, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wanted to take a group picture because we were all geared out and my cousin was there. He was like, I think 16, 15, 16 at the time. And his parents picked him up and my uncle, I asked my uncle, can you take a photo of us? Like all of us. And he takes a photo and right when he does, I don't know why, but it looks like the phone just phased out of his hands and it <laughs> fell right where it's really vulnerable on the side yeah. of the iPhone and the whole screen cracks and it's oh like hanging. It's, it's chipping apart. It was like the worst <laughs> crack I've seen. The ever. worst crack I've ever received. And then he's all like, oh, do you have Apple Care?" And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm getting a new phone anyways. I turn back to these guys and I'm like, I whispered, I have no Apple Care." <laughs> I don't have a new phone coming in. I'm gonna. I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, dude, it was just. It was too funny because like CJ was all like, "Oh, hey, don't worry about it. No, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, I can, I'll take care of it." He like walks back to our group. He has that look, and he's like, "No, I don't. <laughs> I have none of these things." Oh, man. I remember another another. Well, by the way. Airsofting outdoors, I think I like prefer than indoors. Like, oh. I don't know. It's just it's more fun for me. It is. I like being in the sets, like the different things that they set up. No one's sliding around to shoot you. No. Yeah, it's fun. And I I main a rifle, so it's just easier for me to move around. Like when mm, we're indoors, yeah. it's like so tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I remember when we were playing indoors, and another cousin or friend of yours was with us. <laughs> And then, so we're lined up on the side before the round starts. And then the ref blows the whistle. Everybody just starts booking it forward. You just start running. And from the corner of my eye, I just see some dude freaking face plant into the ground. Just ate it, bro. Like, boom. And then I realized, I'm like, wait, our guys were on that side. Who was that? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to act like I don't know him. I'm just going to keep going. And then I realized nobody else stopped. And I was like, oh, gosh. So I turned around, go to check on him. And then I think as soon as I, like, checked on him and made sure he was good, I turned up, got around, and uh, turned around and got shot. I was like, all right. Oh, my gosh. I remember that. <laughs> Who was that? Was Christian that your Chavez. Are you okay, bro? <laughs> Is that your cousin or your friend or what? Yeah, he's from church. You're in uh, the Navy. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that C- <laughs> is that is that the guy who I have on my phone as CJ's dad? Yeah, dude, everyone thought it was my dad. Well, you <laughs> said it was your dad in the group chat. <laughs> I was, it was joking. Yeah, he was like, guys, my dad's gonna go play airsofting with us. Here's his number. So we put his number on our phones and put CJ's dad, and it's some like, dude oh, in his twenties. <laughs> Which like, I mean, it's not uncommon for a dad to come with us. Like yeah. Zeke's dad went on one time. Like we all bring our cousins. Zeke's time. dad puts auto. He's like. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Dad going full auto in the indoors. Oh he targeted all the kids, you know, no biggie. <laughs> oh, I miss it, guys. I really do. Yeah, me too. I want to go back. Yeah. Okay. Remember that one time when we went with like a big old group with like Mariah, we Kiana, went with like Casey. twenty, 
like 15 to 20 yeah. people low-key yeah. no no yeah. i'd say like 10 to 15 actually but it was insane yeah. like we owned we took over like a good quarter of like the whole staging area where we set up <laughs> yeah man such a good times and then we good like times. man our, our go-to was like you know hang out eat real quick airsoft eat and then maybe even disneyland after maybe even disneyland maybe. after oh, for man. one ride and then we go home yeah. i was actually just talking to people about that today that was <laughs> crazy we went to hold deck which was fire mm. <laughs> always fire and then and then disneyland literally just for one ride because that's all the time we had and it was always for some reason like a really good ride yeah it was either like space mountain because mm-hmm. it was the end of the day so yeah. people were like leaving and like, or if it was a long line, like we we're like, oh, whatever. We're just here for one ride anyway. Might as well. So it's always like Space Mountain or something like that. Um, CJ, uh, Holdak or Raising Canes? Holdak. And uh, why? Hold, okay. The only thing Canes has against, oh, has over Holdak is the bread. That's it. Oh, okay. But Holdak, the chicken is bigger. It's crispier. It's, it's it's fried better. I don't know how. Um, it just tastes better. The seasoning, the spicy, spicy wings. The comeback sauce is the comeback sauce mm, is the I, one. Like it's like yeah. spicy. Oh my spicy. god! Oh, and they have ranch too, and the fries are cool. The fries are better than Canes. Canes mm. cafeteria fries, frozen chicken. Oh. Um, good oh, I, bread. I, I don't but... know about the chicken, bro. I think Canes chicken is nice and juicy. Yes. Yeah, because it has which all the is the only thing I. <laughs> Oh, got him! Yeah. But I do, I do. Wow, that's really cute, guys. <laughs> Cookie is sitting right behind CJ. We're gonna. Uh, that is gonna really cute. Our... Wait, <laughs> that is really cute. <laughs> <laughs> She's like the manager. Oh man, but yeah, I think Holdak is better, obviously, in terms of flavor, the crispiness. But of course, it's crispy. But they're like chickens, a little on the drier side. Mm-hmm. But man, they're seasoned fries. Their sauce. Yeah, comeback sauce is insanely good, yeah. bro. Yeah. Dude, people I agree. S- people say that the what do you call that? Raising Cane's bread is better because it's like soft and stuff. But there's something about that toast and then like the spicy like you know oil from seasoning the seasoning that yeah, yeah. <laughs> fell off of the chicken. Yeah, and it's on your <laughs> it's on your toast, bro. Nah, that thing yeah. is, bro. I I think I'm a I'm a side with canes for the toast. Okay. Yeah, I, I do think Holdak kind of skims out on the toast. But there, but ho- everything else, Holdak, for sure. The sauce, the seasoning, the flavor. Anyways, yeah. If you haven't been, you should. On yes. Fullerton, bro. It's the same price as Kane, so you're not missing out on much. Yeah. But Holdak, sponsor us, please. Um, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do an ecosystem, like, uh, you know, event at Holdak one day. <laughs> oh, my God. The cool and, like, crazy thing is that we've we found holdak like in the early stages of them opening yeah Yeah. we we went through some of their like recipe changes like we would go one day and then go another day and be like wait they took something out or they changed something or it's not as spicy anymore i actually found out holdak from you guys after airsofting yeah you guys went before airsoft i joined later mm-hmm. and i ate miko's leftovers and i was like yo this is bomb no let's go back and wait, we wait, 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 wait. i had i <laughs> had leftovers yeah <laughs> <laughs> no yeah you had leftovers i don't know why um you just brought it with you and i was like okay cool that's so weird that we went before 
I do remember us going before one time, and we didn't do it ever again because you said you felt really heavy, Keeks. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. there's a reason why we never went before it after that. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. Holdak is like it's like it's such a like cherry on top after like an airsoft type of day. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. All right, well, since we're talking about chicken real quick, CJ, uh, B-dubs or Wingstop? <laughs> oh, my God. I knew it. I was waiting for it. I was hoping I would get this question for years. Oh, I you would, were hoping. I was hoping. So you got something planned. I, yeah, for years, I would say Wingstop. I, for years. For oh, years, I would say go, Wingstop. Let's go, baby. But recently, I just... B-dubs, bro. Like, right now, B-dubs. Why? Um, I don't know. The chicken, the flavor... Yeah, you're gonna spend so much. I remember the podcast. Um, you're gonna spend so much money on B dubs, but like when you when I don't know, it's the same thing. Like when it's a whole experience, bro. Like, it's like oh shoot, you having experiences at B dubs recently? Yeah, <laughs> well, we, I don't know. Wingstop has been kind of has been kind of B dubs is open. It is outdoor that's seating. One, that's that's one restaurant. I don't know, like. Thinking about like eating with your hands and everything. That's kind of weird. There's a, there's a couple. There's a couple. <laughs> ah, but uh, Wingstop Ranch is is unstoppable. No, no, we, wing, Wingstop Fries and Ranch together. Fries and Ranch. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. I, I'd, I'd say that. There's like something about that little sweetness and, and saltiness of Wingstop Fries. fries. That you're just like, Ooh. damn, all right. Shoot. But I mean, I kind of like, you know, it really depends what I'm feeling because I remember the last time we recorded. Obviously, I'm I I'm stuck with Team Wingstop, but literally the next night I ordered B Dubs because I started like we were talking about it, and I was like, "Wait, I'm crazy." Uh, I might I might give it a shot tonight, you know, type of thing. Yeah, I think it does but, actually depend on your like what you're feeling that day because there are times I do get Wingstop because. Hey, Wingstop wings are keto though. They are, which is really good. That's okay. What you got on that? What you got on but that? But the flavors at B Dubs are. There's more variety, I feel. Bro, dude. There is. There I, I, is. Think, I think I like... Cold. Wait, hold on. They have... The two, uh, you know, places have very different versions of their Parmesan garlic. Which one do you guys like better? It depends <sighs> for me, dude. It oh, really? What I'm craving, Wingstop. Yeah. For me, Wingstop. Oh, the dry Parmesan garlic. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I never do that, but Wingstop, they do something different. Yeah. Ooh, it gosh. depends for me what I'm craving. For me, something about like... I think, yeah, for me, I think it's going to be B-dubs, uh, Parmesan garlic. Man, we fat. <laughs> I'm hungry now, I'm bro. Hungry, bro. <laughs> All right, let's wrap, let's, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's go through this. questions right now. Let's let's do this. <laughs> we talking about whole day. We talking about it. Bro, uh, clear where our mind is at right now. It's late, bro. <laughs> oh, man. All right, CJ. This question is from no, no one other than Nanetti. She's at, She asks, what are your future goals? Dang, bro. Shoot. Food <laughs> to this. Took a dive. Um, obviously, make photos bigger than what it is right now. Um, my house. Right now, I'm putting a lot of attention on that house. Uh, you can talk to me about that later. But basically, uh, the house I'm living in right now, we're trying to increase the equity. My dad and my mom and I. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just doing a lot of labor work. So hopefully, it'll be valued around like 800 or 900,000 hopefully damn so that's going to be mine in the future uh so a lot of work there um short term goals dude i got to lose weight bro <laughs> I gotta uh, i'm not going to talk good. about this 
I, I can't. I can't. That, talk that's about it. This. That's it. That's the it. One. I got a. I got a <laughs> beer belly at 25, man. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm good. It's not good. <laughs> All right, talking about uh, beer bellies. What's your proudest moment, bro? <laughs> What do you mean? What? Wait, 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 what do you mean? What is that transition? <laughs> what? Proudest moment? Yeah, what's what's your proudest when moment should... so far? No, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> uh, proudest moment? I don't know. I I don't like to have the number one thing because it always just changes. Um, top three. Proud top three. Oh my... Um. Okay, top five. Top five. Top three is hard, bro. <laughs> Just pick one moment. One moment. Um, I, I just one proud moment. That's not in any particular order. Like it's higher or lower. But the most recent one is honestly coming back to charisma because I was praying about it for a long, long time. Um, yeah, I, I feel like V three knows this because I've been jumping around churches. Nanetti knows this. But yeah, uh, I was praying about it for a while. I, I, I was just, I felt called to come back and build relationships. Um, the Nettie and I had been talking about church covenant, which is um, something that I value now with charisma. So a lot of my time has been investing with you guys. Um, something I'm very proud of. So being on Discord at night, it's really fun for me. But it's also something that I value a lot because I value relationships like you guys. Um, stop crying, bro. Um, <laughs> Again, we're going to have to cut the podcast because yeah. Miko's crying. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like I've been clo- getting closer with like you guys, um, Django, my uncle. <laughs> um, so it's, it's been really dope. Um, but you guys have been nothing but welcoming and loving towards me. So. I'm 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 very proud of like following God's calling and praying about it and just like really diving into it and just building the relationships from where we left off. So I'm really proud of that. More on the topic of uh <laughs> Miko's still crying, so I'll take over. <laughs> uh more on the topic of God's calling for your life in the future. Um Kiara asks, where do you realistically see yourself in five years? Um Realistically, I see myself. I want to be as vague as possible because I feel. Um, yes, I can establish my steps, but the Lord directs my my path. Mm. Um, hopefully, I want to be out of the house um, for something and building the house equity. Of course, not out of the house. I mean, not being as dependent um on my mm. parents mm. i'm independent i just have a hard time cooking for myself so <laughs> <laughs> i just I, I just i just eat at home <laughs> stop and beat up i buy my own food not really i buy my own like tortillas and cheese and make quesadillas all day mm, that's the move dude i love that's that. the move bro but honestly Five years, um, photos, either a primary thing or a secondary thing. Something that's a really good income. Mm. Um, being in church, so growing and, and leading. And also um, just just serving at church in, in, the, in the ways that I can. Um, 
skinnier, you know, <laughs> more fit, you know, get rid of these flabs to abs, you know. I feel take out that FL, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but really, just um, honestly, just following where the Lord directs me. I, I'm not really too sure, but I'm always open. Maybe somewhere else, maybe missionary, short missionary, um, anything. I, I'm really just open to a lot of things, but I'm just working on myself. Nice, nice. Well, we have a question here from Ash. And she asks, what's one thing you wish you attempted but never did? And would you ever Uh, do it in the future? (laughs) Backflips. I've always been wanting to do a backflip on stage. I don't know if I'd be able to do it. But if I got skinnier, there'd be a lot less friction. (laughs) I'm legit, too. On stage. Dang. Fair. Hey, that works. That works. (laughs) Give me all the questions, man. I'll answer them quick. All right. I got you, man. We got a question from Albert Treble himself. He says, uh, well, he says this first. He says, thank you for the free dance lesson, CJ. Oh, thanks for taking my class. And then he also asks, what is your favorite Simple Plan song? Oh, I love Simple Plan so much. Dude, Perfect. 2003. Oh, let's go. Because, hey, dad, you know. Am I perfect, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And those who know me, uh, those who know, know why. If you, if you, know, know, you know, you know. If you know, yeah. you know. Perfect. 2003, bro. Wow. That's that's a good song, actually. Perfect. Man. I grew up on Simple Plan, and then when they were on, like, the Scooby-Doo movies, too. When oh, they did their songs, it. bro. Ooh. I love Oh, Simple man. Plan. And we have one really um interesting question here from Nanetti. Um, she asks, why do you always ask about wheelchairs? Um, well, I think it's the perfect icebreaker because it makes people, ju- it just catches people off guard. And I feel like those who haven't experienced me, like off the bat, you'll just be like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? And why is he like this? I think wheelchairs, the way I ask about wheelchairs are... It's just a funny icebreaker when the, when it's just dead silent. Or if I just met someone, I'll ask him, you like wheelchairs? And I'll ask him why. You know, and then I'll just get a story from them. I found out that like, oh, their grandmas are in wheelchairs. And I'm like, oh, nice. Like, what kind of wheelchair did she get? You know? What and brand? I talk about, what like, model? Yeah, what brand, bro? What tires, bro? bro. Off-roading ones? Oh, oh my about, gosh. Like, <laughs> the automated ones, like with the, with the joystick. Maybe like off-roading tires, monster truck wheels, <laughs> e-brake drift. I don't know. Like it's just really fun. I we talk about it. I mean, that is the comedy and the the sense of humor that we were talking about in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I was sense of humor right there. I wasn't expecting it to be like that. I was expecting it to be like, oh, why do you always ask people why they're in wheelchairs? But <laughs> no, no, he just asked. He just asked people like wheelchairs. Yeah, yeah. that's. <laughs> wow, what an what an icebreaker! A unique man in, uh, in many ways. But yeah, um, everyone who's listening to this, go ahead and DM us your answer to that question. We would love to know what you guys think about wheelchairs. I don't know about all this weed, but I think CJ would like to know. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> all right, CJ, real quick. Um, we always hang out on Discord, right? And of course, you're always like one of the people with the best, you know, comedy in our group. Um, there is one, <laughs> I don't know how to phrase this exactly, but, uh, do you think 
you can explain the whole origin of the ketchup packet story. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. I saw a version of it on Twitter, and I was like, I'm going to apply this to my relationship. Uh, <laughs> um, Mika was streaming one time, and I just, I just said, sometimes when Nanetti is on her period, I like to hug her and squeeze her and call her my little ketchup packet. And it was just like, it caught everyone off guard. And I was like trying to relate, like, right, Kiko? Like you and Jaira, you know, right, <laughs> right? And then, and then he just clipped it. And I was like, nice. Like, <laughs> let it live on forever. Bro, I was like, what? I didn't hear you. And then Jafet was like, you don't want to hear it. <laughs> and then he did repeat it. And then um, I posted it and on I, TikTok and it did pretty well. So Yeah. So once a month, Nanetti is... Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. 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 All right. On to the, on to the next question. On to the next question. All right. Um, I just have, a, I have another story to tell uh, about CJ. So CJ, a couple of years ago, helped me with a video project for school. And um, I showed it in class, right? CJ was on the projector. And somebody in my class, a girl, was like, um, I don't have any comments about the video. I'm just wondering, uh, what's his at? And she was asking me for CJ's Instagram <laughs> or Twitter. And I was like, oh, wow, no way. So for those of you, obviously, this is an audio podcast, but CJ is a good looking man. But unfortunately for you girls out there, he is taken by Nanetti, uh, you might you may have heard us uh, drop the name a couple times throughout the podcast, but our listeners did ask, "What is the story of CJ and Nanetti?" Well, thank you, Kiko, for calling me a good-looking man. It takes one to know one. You as well, Miko. Beautiful, wow. beautiful ego. I was about to say I should have asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really quickly. Um, so, how I said, like I said earlier, my life in California has just the backbone of my life in California is V3. So I met Nanetti through V3. Um, it was my good friend Tristan's workshop, and I was gracious enough to assist. Um, and it was the beginning of the year, 2019, and I was just praying. I prayed to God on New Year's Eve. I was like, all right, Lord, I just need to not be mean to people. I have an RBF, but I don't like to show it because it scares people apparently, but I also don't really care what people think. Um, so it was kind of like a hard thing. It's the cheekbone and the jawline. I look like yeah. Hanson Squidward. I think Hanson Squidward is my eye. Yeah, I don't want to say it's an RBF. I think it's more of like a, a hot smolder type yeah. of thing. <laughs> I'm just tired. Like if the rock stares at you type of thing, you know? I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I told the Lord, all right, I'm going to make a friend. At least maybe one or two at the audition workshop to anyone who's new or maybe auditioning. And so, um, yeah, I, I assisted. I was tired because it was a very long weekend. And I remember like, oh, my gosh, I, I did talk to God about that. Like, oh, I should keep my promise because I want to be a man of my word. You know, I want to have integrity. And so I saw Nanetti and I was like, hey, do you want to go eat with us? You know, like we're going to this Mexican place down the street. And I, I don't know if this is super shallow of me, but I, I'm a huge simp. That's why I was, you know, I'm sad. But I, I fall for girls. I think I do. You know, obviously, 
But um, I don't know. That's another story yeah. for another. I I fall for I fall for you know girls not easily, but um, if I make a relationship with them, so I was like, all right, like, I won't like her because I don't think she's cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I'm a jerk, you know, but I was just like, okay, you know, like it's fine. Um. You yeah. were just trying to protect yourself. I was trying to I was trying to be cautious too, because I didn't want to lead anyone on. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get hope. We were still dancing at V3 and um we had the same friend group, so we were just around each other. Um yeah, we were working together. Um I found myself waiting for her after my shift. She gets off two hours later than I do. So I found myself just waiting for her. Mm. Um I would do my homework, I would study, and I would just get food with her. And I don't know. Like I started hanging out with her, um, and out of the blue, I remember this. It was it was the night before your graduation, Kiko. Mm. I remember this. Oh, I remember I, that. I, I was. We were at the studio at our work, and mm. she was just sitting there. And out of the blue, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, she is the most beautiful girl in the world." And like, there it, it felt is. like. It felt like a movie, bro. Like spotlight, you know. And it was crazy. <laughs> and so, I I was like, dude, she is the most beautiful girl in the world right now, like to me. And so she is beautiful she to is me. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I was scared. I was like, oh my gosh, I I wasn't subtle to her friends. Um, I'm a very emotional person i wear my heart on my sleeve and my actions show it they amplify it but i did a lot of praying and i was really scared because i was just like what am i doing like do i really like her and she was in the philippines for a month and i was like i'll see if i like her you know because she's gonna be gone i was sad for a whole month um yeah she came back um again i was just waiting and i was i was scared and sharice i i asked sharice can you come to my workshop can you meet her and tell me what you think? Because I just need an honest girl's opinion. And so Sharice, being the homie she is, Ontario to Anaheim, she drove, took my workshop, and she met Nanetti, and she said, she's good. I like her. I like her a lot. And so I was like, frick, you know? Like, I wanted something. I didn't want to be all, like, feely. So, yeah, I was really scared. Um, and November... 23 we were at csuf we were uh collabing for something and i just told her how i felt and i yeah i just told her how i felt asked her how she feels about me it was mutual it was mutual and then the next day i met oh that night we had practice and then the next day was a performance so that whole weekend i had butterflies i i felt like i was flying for the whole weekend I know, gigi like, oh my god, yeah! <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that that Sunday, the day after, um, we were at a performance, and I was going to ask her out. And yeah, I, I called her that night, and I was like, hey, do you want to go on a date Wednesday, our first date? And so she said yes, and... Is this the Sunday of my graduation party? No, this is November at this point. Oh, yeah. okay. But I found out I liked I found out I liked her at my gra- at the, like the day before your graduation. I was uh, like, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, ever since November 2019. Um, oh. 
yeah, we've just been dating. Not we haven't just been dating, but we've been dating since. And so wow, I'm really oh, yeah, it's been a while. Actually. It's been a while. I'm really happy. Like I really love her friends, and I'm I'm sure you guys love her too. You guys are very welcoming. Honestly, a lot more welcoming than you were to me. Shoot. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> Yeah. I was, you know, CJ. This whole time, I was the whole time we were doing this podcast. I was like, "How did I meet CJ? <laughs> like, how did I get close to CJ?" Yeah, I don't know either. It just happens. It just happened. It just happened. I think. I, I mean, I think the reason why we're so welcoming to her is because we know you, and it's like you know we want to make you look good, so we're trying to you I, know be nice yeah. to her, help you out. She's super extroverted too. Like, yeah, and, and she's not hard to talk to or get along with. So. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, she's great. Yeah, she she loves like Kiana, Kiara, Vanessa. She like, Lauren. She loves Matt. She goes to Plant Matter all the time. I mean, who? Matt is a great guy. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> I could just go on about Matt. Yeah, but nice. I don't care too much right now because I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> all right. Well, guys, there you guys have it. I know everyone who asked asked a lot about CJ and Nanetti. So, of course, we decided to save the best for last. And there you guys have it. We made you guys wait an hour to hear that story. <laughs> but CJ, do you, still, do you still feel sad about being a part of the ecosystem? A little less sad. Nice. A little less sad, that, sad. A little less sad. Sad because it's ending. There we go. But man, it was, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, I know we're always on Discord together, but we don't talk like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was it was really nice to be able to learn these parts of you, to learn that you just started shooting like you know photos in like 2016, which is kind of crazy because yeah. you're like going popping off. So, yeah, Thank dude. You. Thank you for being on the podcast, man. It was really nice having you on. It was a pleasure. Do you have any? Uh, do you have a photography page, or is it just your? No, main page I just yours? it's just Clannon at Clannon. On Instagram, but if you also want to follow V3, you can follow at the V3 Dance mm. on Instagram as well. Yeah, guys, book CJ for you guys' next photos. He's Please, a- I need to pay bills. <laughs> <laughs> well, CJ, as always, nice having you on, bro. It was fun being here, guys. Thank you, CJ. Well, hey guys, welcome back. We're back. Um, this uh, is a special post-interview ASMR yes. segment. Yes. Because um, we've had some people ask us to do some ASMR before, so here it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, we really appreciate you guys for being here again this week. Um, that was a great podcast, wasn't it, Mika? It really was. And um, Another good conversation. Yeah. it's uh, We talk to CJ every night, and I, know, I didn't expect to learn that much. And we never do with all our guests. So Yeah, I mean, that's the vibe of the ecosystem mm-hmm. lately is like just learning people and having deep and meaningful conversations. And um, good. well, I know everyone knows, I know a lot of our listeners know CJ, but I'm just going to say CJ is kind of like the first step in us broadening the ecosystem, you guys. That's true. That's he's a, te- that's he- a oh, little sorry, sneak peek sorry, teaser. I'm getting loud. I'm getting loud. Sorry. Getting a little excited um, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, Miko's teasing our next couple guests. Um, CJ is a mutual of one of my mutuals. So next week's episode, maybe somebody that you don't know, but we uh, 
we're really excited to branch out and continue to grow in doing this podcast and learning how to get better each and every week. Mm-hmm. That's right. And when we say the ecosystem is growing and everyone's a part of it, we mean it, you guys. There's going to be a lot more people that you guys are going to be listening to and hearing their stories and hearing how they became who they are. So stay tuned, guys. It's about to get even better. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for listening every week. We're really excited to have you guys. Um, We just want to continue to um, take this podcast to new heights. So thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, I like this ending. It's very chill. It's very chill. I think we need to do this all the time because it seems like you're more relaxed and like fluid. Yeah, you're just you're chilling. Yeah, I think it's your voice too, because you sound very. You, your voice sounds very nice, radio like, mm, like ninety four seven the wave. Ninety four seven the wave. Wow, wow! <laughs> All right, we're gonna end it on that, guys. That right, was, yeah, it doesn't get any better. Yeah, that was amazing. All right, guys, we'll see you guys Follow next us week. At the ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> that was too good that I, I'm, I'm i'm falling apart okay guys follow us on the dot ecosystem the yeah you already know all right guys see you guys next week peace see you in a bit bye